This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. It is BFM 89.9 and my name is Rich Bradbury. It is Thursday, the 13th of July, 2023, 12 or 6 here. In the studio, and I'm joined by the carbonated Russian kind of thing. Carbonated. Uh, yeah, yeah. I opened up the thesaurus and said, "Give me, a, give me another word for effervescent." <laughs> <laughs> of course, it is Thursday, uh, almost the end of the week. Uh, interesting topic to discuss today, and this is something um, that has kind of been uh, bubbling away in the back of my mind for a couple of weeks. Uh, I, I read an article not too long ago, um, and it's about how uh, the internet is kind of. Fizzing. Yes, <laughs> that's one word of putting it. Undergoing a significant transformation, shall we ah, say. Yes. Uh, major social media platforms like uh, Twitter and Reddit facing decline, upheaval. Uh, Twitter's downfall, as you might, uh, as we could argue, uh, been particularly notable since uh, Elon Musk's uh, acquisition of the company. Uh, while Reddit has been alienating a lot of its developers and indeed its users. Meanwhile, TikTok's popularity continues to rise despite potential bans and Instagram has morphed into an entertainment platform. Platform, and then, of course, we now have threads. Um, so this idea is like this idea of what used to be a global gathering uh, in many places seems to be a bit of a ghost town. You know, is social media dying in its current form? Uh, and where do we go from here? What's going to be our future water cooler kind of uh, area? The arms of Mark Zuckerberg, that seems to be the, well, the, where, where are we're we going, right? Get there? I think that might be where we get to <laughs> a little bit later on. But this shift could be seen as the end of an era, right? Where the internet was this global meeting place. Uh, rapid changes kind of uh, left a void in the online world where people used to gather and, and, and interact. Several factors, of course, contributing to this shift, including a souring of the economy, the demand for real returns on investment, and, and the rise of AI. Yeah, you know, when you take a look at all of this, there's so much going on here. Um, companies are now transitioning from a growth at all cost model to focus on profitability. And that's because, you know, cheap money is not around anymore. Right. And they're being held to account for a lot more things. I mean, Zuckerberg can't go and spend $10 billion on uh, ARVR or whatever else he was working on without yeah. getting punished in the capital markets, although tech stocks have rallied uh, year to date. Uh, the shift overall we're seeing here has left to... Uh, Social media tech companies scrambling for new features and strategies that can deliver their quality results, but also see what kind of promises are ahead, right? Mm. What kind of potential that they can sell to the capital markets. Um, but the rise of AI has also caused uh, companies to close their walls, right? Because um, if you want my data, pay for it. You know, we're not giving it to you for free, right. which I 100% back, by the way. Yeah. Uh, as a media company, we should be backing that, uh, that yes. play. Um, but at the, on that same, on that flip side, you know, having threads and the downfall mm. of Twitter. Like I'm rooting for Twitter to see a recovery because we can't have all the major platforms owned by the same company that has a terrible record yeah. at data privacy. Yeah, yeah. And if we look at how the web is evolving, I, I would argue it's evolving in three key ways, right? It's becoming more private, it's shifting from growth and engagement to revenue generation, and it's transforming into an entertainment business. Mm. You know, this era of social media is giving way to the media with a comment section era with every platform. <laughs> Platform becoming an entertainment platform. And in terms of human connection, this future seems to be leaning towards group chats, private messaging, and forums, a return to a time when we mostly interacted with people we knew. However, there's this longing for a platform that feels like a global gathering place, a place where, and a space where everyone can interact. And unfortunately, as of right now, no such platform exists. 
they exist in the real world. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, but honestly speaking, Rich, I think earlier this week I spoke to Superdo uh, on Open for Business at 10 a.m. These guys build escape rooms. They build uh, thrilling, immersive. Uh, you know, when I hear immersive experience, mm. I think of AR, VR, but they're doing it in the real in world. In the real world. The brochure. IRL. Right. Yeah. And, you know, they're oh, wow. seeing so much demand for what they're doing. So yeah. there is hope. Yeah. There is a new hope here in the physical world for real interactions. But... Uh, when we talk about digital, um, the word I've learned, to, and thank you to you and Matt for teaching mm. me this, the Fediverse. Yes. So apps like Mastodon and Blue Sky. Uh, Blue Sky also backed by Jack Dorsey, in case you don't know who that is, founder of Twitter. Yeah. So I'm wondering whether the Twitter bird is a blue, a sky blue kind of uh, color, then, uh -huh. you know, a little bit could of be, a play on be, words yes. there. But what they're doing here in the Fediverse is offering decentralized uh, powered, uh, decentralized social media, basically, yeah. right? So open protocols like email. So email, you know, Gmail doesn't own one platform mm. and Hotmail doesn't, uh, Hotmail, uh, whatever the what new version of- What are you in? Uh, <laughs> that's my first email account, by the way. I don't think it exists. Uh, but those open protocols were important. So you didn't have to be entrenched in one mm. ecosystem. Mm. Can you imagine if Apple owned email? Like we would all be just, it would be a terrible situation yeah, as well. Yeah. But this is interesting, having this this decentralized uh, social media so that you don't have to be, so they can communicate with other platforms. Mm. That is an interesting thing to watch and see whether that you know gains traction. Mm. Of course, we, we've just seen over the last couple of weeks, Threads, uh, and we spoke about this the other day, um, it had a ridiculous amount of uptake, 10 million signups within seven hours of going live, 100 mil over 100 million users so far. Now, Argue how you like, the numbers are the numbers. They do have those numbers, but those numbers are there because you're importing from an already existing platform, right? So leave that at, at what it is. So you can inflate your numbers how you want. You can tell people how many users you have. We actually know really what's going off behind the scenes. You know, it's, it's not... Anyway, <laughs> now, um, now, despite their rapid success, some competition experts and users have raised concerns, here we go, about the potential accumulation of even more power and dominance from Meta and Mark Zuckerberg, of course. Uh, the, the launch of Threads highlights the reality of the modern digital economy. To potentially beat some of the biggest players in the industry, you might have to be a bit of a giant yourself. So... This end of the social networking era may be a cause of celebration for some, but for others, it's a loss of a global gathering space. You know, that interaction on the internet remains uncertain, and it's unclear if we'll ever find a platform uh, that replicates this sense of community that once existed. Now, to talk us through some of these things and to help, um, I don't know, put a bit of a pointed lens on this, <laughs> uh, we have with us in the studio Amin Achari. He's the CEO and co-founder of Soya Chinchao. Thank you very much for joining us today, Amin. Hello, uh, thanks very much for having me. I'm happy to be here. It's going to be a very interesting topic it's, to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I'll ki well, let's kick off with a, a fairly straightforward question. Um, yeah. no, no pressure here. How would you describe <laughs> the current state of the social media platforms like Twitter and, and Reddit? Do you think we're witnessing the decline of these platforms? It's a interesting question, and I think decline is probably something too early to say. Mm. I, I, I am saying that Twitter is in a mess right now. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk is a very polarizing character. Uh, some people really love him. Some mm. people really don't like him. Uh, I'm on the other side of the camp. And I think he's not doing the right things with Twitter. So he's been saying that, you know, Twitter is supposed to be the world's... Um, um, what's it called? It's the world's... Town hall. Town, uh, town centre. Yes. Yeah. But a lot of the things that he's doing is, is counter to that. He's exactly. uh, getting people to subscribe, uh, to, to pay for subscription. Yeah. 
So how 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 can I go Telling into us how many hole? tweets we can read in a day? <laughs> yes. So it's getting crazy. Yeah. Reddit, on the other hand, is is another matter altogether. So Reddit is kind of is kind of like the sweetheart of the in, of the social media internet place, where you can get quality content. People are you know less toxic. Mm. Uh, the algo is not as aggressive. Uh, your your responses are, are voted uh, up, and and that's where that's uh, where people get to see more of your responses. Mm. I don't know what's going on there. It's maybe it's because there's pressure for people to um, um, monetize, and Reddit is also uh, facing that pressure, and that's the reason why. Well, they're they... expecting to list on the stock exchange, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they need to add that value right. so that they can, you know, increase the share prices and make more money there. So, but it seems like it's making money at what cost? Because they have really diehard fans, and it's been a very useful platform to find answers and all that. So, I'm not sure where is it going. But I would think Reddit would would survive better than Twitter because they don't have Elon Musk as the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> I love your honesty. <laughs> no, but it, it, I mean the kind of chaos we're seeing. I, I think Elon just uh, started an AI company, XAI or something, or AIX. He just announced it. Um, he was an early investor in uh, OpenAI. OpenAI, well. yes. Yes, yes, now closed AI, by yeah. the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I like what you're saying there, I mean. Um, but with Reddit... Um, I mean, they have to kind of fight for because the thing is, there's no more interest rates are higher, so they kind of have to justify their valuation before going to market. Yeah. Uh, they need to find some form of uh, valuation. But the thing is, Reddit's executives aren't unfamiliar with uh, let's call it conflicts with their user <laughs> base, right? It's mm. a very active base. Mm. Uh, but ultimately, I think that also what te- that teaches us is that out and on any of these things, they own the platform, mm. right? Just because it's your subreddit doesn't make it your subreddit, yeah. right? At the end of the day, you can be kicked out of it um, because someone else actually owns it. Mm. Um, but I, I wonder what you what you think about um, what are the factors that contribute to the shift from social media as a this global meeting place that we were talking about to this more private and entertainment focused uh, platforms? It's the well, the biggest factor to me is the algorithm. Mm. Um, social media started out as a place where people gather and be able to communicate with our close friends. And you know, talk about the things that we like. Uh, what has happened is brands uh, and and you know people who made social media platforms uh, at the start of the social media um, boom f- boom mm. uh, realized hey that we can make money and they figured out okay the easiest way to make money is to exploit the users and 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 um, get their attention as much as possible so that we can sell this attention spent to advertisers. So that's what's going on right now. But isn't that what CNN and Fox News already do? Like, it, it is end of the day, everyone's got some kind of algorithm. Uh, media, if you don't pay a subscription, mm. is paid by advertising and they're always going to find a way to keep viewers glued, right? They want to own your eyes, your ears, mm. your... Breaking news! <laughs> breaking, coming up next! Breaking news every 30 <laughs> seconds. Hanging episodes. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it is an algorithm. They mm. formulated a way to to capture your attention. The bigger problem, I think, with social media is because it's so distributed that um, you don't you don't really have laws that because at least broadcasters have certain laws that they have to. We have a content code that we have to abide by exactly. and keep in yeah. in mind. And also, there are fewer broadcasters with mm. social media. Mm. Everyone can build. A, everyone has the opportunity to build a platform. And how yeah. do you regulate that many people? I, I don't know how you do that. Yeah, so I mean that's a very interesting point, and you you took some of the words out of my mouth. Um, uh, regulation is is quite important. Setting up, a, let's say, if I want to start BFM today, I, I don't have the funds to do it. I mean, it's it, it takes money to to open up a radio station. But today, everybody can be a content creator. Today, mm. anybody can go out there and and and, and do a news report or, or, or see, seen to be do a news doing a news report. The problem is, 
what's what's real and what's not mm. and why i mention why why i mention the algorithm is because if okay there are three people in the studio right now if we can slice and dice uh these three people's attention into a hundred segments i can sell your attention span to a mm. hundred clients but i only have three people mm-hmm. so that's why i i start with algorithm because it promotes the creation of really absurd and crazy content that's not entirely useful mm. but it's just there to stop you from scrolling and get your eyeballs there mm. it's the thumb mm-hmm. stoppers that gets the that gets the most views and it's the thumb stoppers that makes the platform more money hold that thought stop careful i know what you two, you two I, i'm the same i want to keep talking we have to take a short break uh, we've got some music coming up in just a minute uh, from arcade fire with ready to start but of course we've got some ads before that because we do actually need to get paid we'll be right back and if you want to contribute uh, to our conversation get us via our you mobile whatsapp number 0187898899 twitter or of course we're at bfm radio we are on threads too but more on that a little bit later on we'll be right back blockbusters for me bfm 89.9 the business station welcome back to enterprise biz bites my name is rich bradbury i'm joined in the studio by the bubbly russian kind of no i it's cheating i've used that before i'm yeah. sorry everyone and our guest is amina shari from sweetinshow.com now um, if you're only just tuning in we're talking about uh, the idea of how the internet is currently undergoing a significant transformation uh, and amin is trying to help unpack some of this and we're asking ourselves the existent existential question where do we all go now <laughs> um, just before That's the, the podcast title where do we all go now <laughs> just for the break we're talking about you know factors that we uh, amin thinks uh, that you know are contributing this shift from social media as a global meeting place huh? i want to talk a little bit about AI. Let's touch on that. And how has AI influenced the strategies of the social media companies? And and what implications do you think this might have for the future of social interaction online? Okay. Um, AI is a Pandora's box at the moment. The technology has matured enough for people to know that, hey, we can really do amazing things with this. Mm. Um, I think a number of the tech uh, industry heads have mentioned that, hey, this is something dangerous, uh, something that we have to really understand before we put uh, more effort into it. But we know ChatGPT is available for everybody to use. So at this point in time, I'm not sure whether there will be uh, any application where, where developers are going to apply AI into into social media mm. at this point. I don't know whether those paths are going to cross. But at the same time, where it's going to be interesting is the creation of content. Um, you said, you mentioned that, you know, uh, social media is becoming more of an uh, entertainment plus mm. comment section. Mm. And the key to that is videos. Mm. And the key to that is short videos, one minute duration, maybe two minutes. And we have seen uh, AI being very good at creating... Uh, artificial videos that look very real yeah. that can dupe people yeah, yeah. and that's where it gets really dangerous because we've mentioned before right so the social media space is is like wild wild west nobody controls it everybody can say anything and do anything free speech blah 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 so it's dangerous in that respect at this point in time mm. yeah yeah excuse me I'm gonna go and hide in a cave uh, <laughs> cut, cut all communication it's too late like you said it's out of the box already no but if I hide in a cave and cut all communication it can't get to me they will find you ah uh, that's when Skynet rises. Yes, yes, they will find me. Um, the T100, anyway, or T1000, right? So, I mean, um, 
the shift we're seeing here. Uh, so AI is one part of that, but the shift from growth and engagement to revenue generation, which has become more important given the more expensive uh, capital uh, environment that we're seeing. Um, do you have any sense of how the social media platforms are changing their business models and what that means for users? Yes. Um, okay. So let's let's get some things straight here. The social media platforms, especially the big ones like Meta with Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, they have they have no problem with money actually. Yeah, yeah. They, they just need to grow. They just need to grow, 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 grow. So it's not like they don't have enough money. But there's also pressure to make money. Advertising is one of the revenue. It's just how do we make more of it? And I mentioned, you know, uh, splitting the attention span to even more smaller segments allow you to spread uh, that opportunity to sell that segment to more advertisers in that way. But the, the challenge I see right now is people might just like get off social media. Mm. The, the time spent on social media might just be less. And that's where it gets dangerous because then the algo comes in, okay, I need to work harder to get more eyeballs. I need to work harder to uh, entice content creators to create thumb stoppers so that people can stop. Because the business model in terms of revenue generation on social media ha hasn't changed. It's still mm -hmm. about attention span. Uh, Twitter has kind of experimented subscription model, but you know that's probably only like the a drop in the sea of making money. In fact, they're not making money. So mm -hmm. I don't know how subscription is going to move it forward. Yeah, Twitter is a bit of a weird place, right? Because I don't think they've <laughs> ever really made money, have they? That, that, well, that's, that's they the thing, right? So from a business perspective, there's always been comments around whether whether Twitter was doing enough. Uh, because I use Twitter, I use Instagram. The ads I get on Instagram are much better than the ones I get on Twitter. But that's also because Meta has built a really nice shadow profile of me that knows, that's basically me, but online. Mm -hmm. So where is that that middle ground, right? Because at the same time, I'd rather, if I'm going to get ads, I'd rather get ads that I would, would suit me, but... Um, but from a business perspective, Twitter has had a hard time using their data in the same way that Meta has. This is both good and bad, right? Good mm. if you are um, a user in the sense that you're not being profiled as much, but bad from a business perspective because if Twitter doesn't win uh, or doesn't pick up steam, doesn't become profitable, uh, sustainable business, Meta and Zuckerberg become king of social media, which is also not great for everyone. I yeah. argue that they already are king of social media. Well, we have TikTok. Well, that's going to But you know, yeah. this, like, take, take an example when Microsoft uh, was king of the world mm -hmm. uh, and Apple was about to go bankrupt, jobs came back in, um, they were going to change a few things up. Microsoft came in, gave them funding to keep them alive. Why? Because the US government was going after them for monopolistic mm -hmm. behavior. Mm -hmm. So they were like, okay, we need Apple to stay alive so that we can say, look, we have competition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 10 years later, oh, sorry, 20, 30 years later, uh, Apple's not the biggest company on earth, right? So I'm just wondering whether if there's any way Twitter can turn this around. Twitter has been the old school social media platform, right? So they started at the same time or time period as Facebook Facebook, uh, and, and things like that. The, the problem is I think there's not much attraction for people to join Twitter. Mm. They still struggle for followers despite yeah. having really a huge uh, heavy hitters there. We have governments, presidents, celebrities, all there uh, producing content or, or, or tweeting. But people are just not coming on board. Do, do you think that's because people like us are on Twitter and then we re-disseminate that information? No, uh, it's because it's not visual. I, I think that's the major driving force. Yeah, but it's like it's like the news wires, right? I mean, I'm not comparing Twitter to Reuters and all and Bloomberg wires, but they used to disseminate news via text to journals, right. and then journals would then run with that. But yeah. when you can go directly to the source, 
yeah. on their Twitter page where people are putting up press releases. But that's, like you said, that's for people like me and, and you and I mean. Yeah, so it, it's it's like a, we're taking that information and we're re-disseminating re it. So it has a cultural spot for certain people who consume that content. Um, but the larger user base out there mm. prefers entertainment. So yes, that's true. And people are genuinely curious. They want to know. They People like to be are right all the time and they, they hate to be proven wrong. So why I say this is because uh, um, applying your thread, uh, we see that Twitter uh, allows people to have direct access to the news source. Mm. So a lot of people that, okay, I'm, I'm not actively on Twitter. So a lot of people who depend on Twitter for information, the first thing I hear from them is I get the news immediately. Mm -hmm. Real-time news from Twitter is the best. Mm. That's that's what I hear. Mm. So it's direct to the source. It's just it's just not attractive enough. Maybe it's because of the uh, format. It's more text rather than video. And at the same time, it's also very toxic. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. the problem. Okay. <laughs> We're going to move on. Next question first. Um, very quickly before we take a break, I mean, yep. the Fediverse, as we've discussed mm. before. Uh, Mastodon, Blue Sky, they, they've got... What, how do you see them shaping the future of the of the uh, internet and social media? Do you think they're poised at all to kind of make moves on what we already have? I categorize them as uh, keep an eye. So let's say if I'm Zuckerberg, right? I'll keep an eye on what's going on. They've been here around for, for a few years. The problem is um, friction. Mm. The reason why Thread has so many followers, millions, right, is because there's no friction. Yeah. Mm. Mm. From Instagram, automatically, I'm a threader. Should Bing. I? Should yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's just call it threader. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for Mastodon, Blue Sky, Mastodon, for example, there's a lot of effort involved in setting up it's my server. It's difficult. It's awkward. Yes. Yeah. It's, I, I tried and I had to pick a server and I was like, nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the problem. But why we keep an eye is because we are, uh, as a culture and a society, human beings, we get bored and it's cyclical, right? So once we get bored of what we see on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, we might want to try something new. Mm. And if Blue Sky and Mastodon can figure out, hey, I can make this easy and frictionless for you, mm. come on board. It's kind of, hearing you talk about that, it reminds me a bit of Reddit, right? So it feels like, this D, the Fediverse is a version of Reddit because Reddit, you still have to go and you have to pick your subreddit that you want yes. to be mm, part of, mm. right? That community. Yes. When you go to Mastodon or Blue Sky, I'm not sure about Blue Sky, but you, when you go to Mastodon, you mm. have to pick the server, whether it's an economic server, law, politics mm. or whatever, mm. you still have to pick that server. So it's equivalent to a subreddit. So I wonder if that's a disruptor to Reddit more than it is to Twitter. Uh, I'm not sure, but, and you're right because for, okay, again, it, it might be a disruptor, but the problem is again, the friction, right? And I want to, what I wanted to highlight when, when you mentioned that is because Reddit made it easier because uh. when I signed up, it recommends, it, it first it asked me, okay, what are you interested in? Cars, mm. tech, food, whatever. And then, okay, these are the subreddits you need to follow. And it, it makes it easier. But at the same time, Mastodon and Blue Sky, I gotta go into servers. I can, <laughs> I can, I can, I can, I, I, I can link servers. Uh, uh, it's, it's crazy. Mm. And then we haven't talked about our data. Mm. So I've invested. Okay, I'm sure you guys have invested like years in where, wherever you have, you, you like. Let's say uh, Facebook. My life is there. My ten years, twelve years, my pictures and everything is there. So let's say, okay, I'm gonna delete Facebook and I want to go to Mastodon because I'm an activist. <laughs> what happens to my pictures? Right. Who's going to remind me today what happened five years ago you yeah, know, on, yeah. on Facebook, for yeah. example? That's probably the only reason I still go to Facebook 
to, what, to feel, see feel this. memories. Yeah, they ah. say, oh, this five years ago you did this. Like, wow, it, it's it's nostalgic. That's the best place to be, isn't it? Because mm. it's so noisy now on social media. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Of, so on Twitter, yeah, it almost feels like a rest when you go back to Facebook. It's like, oh, this is calming. It's peaceful. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. On Twitter, everybody's screaming. Look at me, hear me. I'm smarter than everybody else. No, you're wrong. No, I'm right. And then you go to Instagram, okay, it's kind of nice, but it's like, is this real? Oh, she doesn't look like that. No, that scenery is not right. But when you go to Facebook, it's kind of like, ah, oh, my memories. Ah, oh, my friends are here. It uh, feels like that to me. So yeah. I guess listeners who are younger can figure out what generation I'm in. <laughs> but you're right. It's, it's, it's a more calming place. All right. Yeah. We've got to take a break, folks. We'll be right back after these messages, of course. We've got some music coming up from the police uh, with message in a bottle here on uh, BFM 89.9. If you want to contact us and get in touch, discuss. Uh, regarding this conversation, 018-789-8899 is the uh, U-Mobile WhatsApp number. And, of course, we are on Twitter at BFM Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. BFM 89.9. Be financially minded. BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Enterprise BizBytes. My name is Rich Bradbury. I'm in the studio with... Roshan Kanesan. And of course, our guest is... Amina Shari. He, uh, I mean, I think we're going to get you back at some point because obviously this conversation is is continuing, ongoing. And it's I, trending. I, and trending. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have no idea whether it's trending or not. <laughs> Hashtag trending. That would be such a win, right? Wouldn't this, it? Wouldn't it? Go on. <laughs> yes. So anyway, yes, right. So uh, obviously, we've been speaking about this the last couple of weeks. Uh, threads, obviously, uh, we, we, we everybody's kind of familiar with what it is. Um, but there's a few questions that I've got. I mean, what gaps are they aimed to fill? Do, do you think? And um, how can they do things differently, knowing how things have been over the past few years? We've seen stuff like uh, moderation be a problem. We've seen harassment be a problem. We've seen monetization be an issue. What can threads do differently, knowing? where they come from and who they come from. I mean, you could argue that they're a little bit tarnished before they start, right? So what could they do different? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, that's the show, guys. Thank you very much. I'm not sure how I'm going to answer this because um, because you, you, you preambled it to say that, okay, they came, they came from Meta and mm. we know Meta has Facebook and Facebook is one of the seediest places. Mm. A lot of, uh, in Malaysia, there's, it's, a, it's a breeding ground for scams and all mm. that. And on Sergeant Chow, we've been doing a lot of reporting about scams. We've been re- even reaching out to uh, authorities. Hey, you need to do something about Facebook. We even reached out to Facebook and said, hey guys, th- these are the scams we de- detected. Can you remove them? And to be honest, uh, nothing has been done. So it's not, uh, I, I guess... We got we got to go into what 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 thread wants to be, and then we figure out whether thread wants to be like the 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 new town hall where everybody is safe, where it's censored, not censored, where it's safe, right? Mm. Um, there's no uh, toxic and stuff like that. I guess it's a it's something that we can hope for to happen, mm. but I'm not sure whether people in Meta are interested in doing that. Have you have you been on? Have you signed up for threads? Well, for, uh, no, I haven't. Right. I haven't. I'm, He's I'm raging very, against the machine. <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm. I'm very particular about not going there because I don't want to be herded into a place where I cannot get out, right. And, right. and 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 my data privacy and attention will be exploited for money that I don't get. Right. I mean, <laughs> that's fair. Completely fair. What I did notice about Threads was, and I know it's it's really in its nascent stage right now, is is that it actually seems like a fairly nice place. People right now seem to be 
kind of polite, letting everybody get along, mm. much less toxic. And I think part of that is because it is new, it is mm. shiny, and people are still trying to find their feet. And all of the trolls from Twitter have not come across this yet. I wonder if it's also because... Um, you know, you've basically ported over your Instagram followers mm. who are more used to entertainment and more used to less critical content. But also worried about their image. Yeah. You know? mm. So when you come over here, it's uh, it's not, you're not bringing, you're not porting over Twitter, you're porting over Instagram and that user behavior, which is more careful, more curated, mm. um, friendlier in a lot of ways. Mm. So I wonder mm. if that's what's informing this. Mm. Um, and given that you've got this, it's only Instagram users that have been ported over and you've got 100 million of those who've come over more. I mean, again, none of these data can be audited uh, and all of that. But yeah. um, so you've you've basically seeded the ground with an existing user base that is setting the tone for the conversation. Mm-hmm. Let's hope that that's enough to keep it uh, that way so that when the floodgates open and mm. let's say the big Twitter creators want to come over and... Mm. You start seeing the things you don't want to see. That's it's enough to drown that out. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, are you? Am I being a bit too optimistic here? Oh, you sweet no. summer child. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm I, the same person who thinks that AI is going to take over the world uh-huh. and Skynet is coming. By the way, I, I think there is some uh, some logic there in the way that we play in a place where we want to feel we belong, mm. and there are some people who are in Twitter because they like it there for whatever reason. There mm. are people who are in Facebook and they like it there for whatever reason. Bringing people from Instagram, I guess, is maybe a good move, but it could also, maybe they're looking at, okay, Instagram is the easiest platform to uh, port because it's cleaner, no mess, let's do that. But people would would stay because they want to stay because they feel like they belong there. Mm. And I, I also want to bring another social media platform that a lot of people are not talking about right now, Clubhouse. So when it first started Everybody was there Uh, We have politicians KJ was there He did a lot of clubhouse sessions Uh, And it was nice It Mm. was informative And and enlightening And fun And then it became What? (laughs) So it depends It it really depends on um, Okay uh, Rich you asked me What what can Meta do To make um, Threat better it's to work with the content creators. Right. And that also means a shift in their business model. A, a, a gigantic shift means, right? So what we are now, we are being exploited for our uh, attention span mm-hmm. and our data, right? And and Meta, Meta is selling that to make money for themselves. The biggest shift that they can do to get people to be on threat is profit sharing. Mm. Yeah, agreed. More people I have or more people I bring, I sign up, I get maybe 30%, 50% of the profit share. Mm. And that, that would be a, a big pool to get people mm. because they have a combination. I think uh, there is uh, another social media platform not uh, mentioned a lot. It's called Minds. It's, it's open source, independent, and they do a lot of profit share. Uh, but they don't have the, the, they don't have the cloud and the, they don't have the weight. So Meta has WhatsApp. Instagram, Facebook, and now Thread. So they have the weight, they have the population. If they shift and, and start getting people to, hey, you know what, come on Threads. If you meet a certain criteria, we start profit sharing with you, you will see a deluge mm-hmm. of people coming in. For sure. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, that idea, you've got users on there on Instagram already with, with millions, hundreds of millions of followers. Mm-hmm. Profit sharing for people like them, you know, and, and them telling their fans to come over because they could help profit share. Stuff like that, these yeah. little business. Yeah, you're right. This mm-hmm. this is the way to do it. Uh, but I guess that... And yet that you have Elon Musk on the other end of the spectrum doing the complete <laughs> opposite. opposite. Yes. Yeah. That, mm, um, <laughs> coming back to that previous point... Um, 
I think we're going to need to see TikTok become bigger and mm. more competitive. Then that might push the needle for more monetize for more uh, revenue share mm. on uh, on Facebook's part, right? Because they haven't been really big on it, unlike YouTube, which has been doing this for decades now, right? Mm. They've been able to build a very strong content base. Um, I still like. I, I think YouTube is still my favorite social media social social media platform mm. uh, because the content creators have been there for a long time. They're creating mm. good content and. Uh, maybe it's just That's me, debates. but I like some of them are creating good talk. <laughs> well, you you're you're following the ones you like, right? right I right. mean, look at what I mean. Mr. Beast is one example of you know very expensive content. Is that good content or not? So, Mr. Beast, I, oh my God. <laughs> I I don't know why, but I enjoy it. I enjoy watching Mr. Beast content, but it's more the MKBHDs of the world, the longer form content. You know, people are, are doing. I. I over the weekend, I watched a one and a half hour video on YouTube, oh. uh, and it was basically fan fiction mm. of someone giving me, uh, giving us an alternative ending to Game of Thrones mm. season eight. I watched um, engineering YouTube videos, you know, uh, of, of the uh, how difficult it was to make the Spitfire, how difficult it was to make the, this particular submarine. And I was sat down, mm. like, this is not normal content that I will watch for some weird reason. The algorithm threw this up, and it got me immediately. Yeah. Because it just knew what I was looking for at mm. that specific moment. That's yeah. how clever it is. Yeah, but at, back to that, the revenue share encourages them to continue to do that, right? Yes, um, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of slicing and dicing, right? Mm. So you mentioned Facebook, and then, uh, uh, Rich, you mentioned that it's now entertainment plus comments, right? Mm. Sorry, not Facebook, YouTube. Mm-hmm. So YouTube is that, or it's the OG of that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the OG of that. Yeah. And and what's good about YouTube now is that you have long form, one hour, three hours, whatever you can watch on, 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 on YouTube, but you also have the digest form of content, yeah. the shorts, uh, and, and and things like that. So people are there to watch content. So it's not it's not as toxic. It's it's more you know what you're there for. Mm-hmm. You come to Thread, like you mentioned, it's a new place. Everything looks nice and shiny. Everything mm. looks good. Everybody's like optimistic and hey hi. You know, people are people. Yeah, <laughs> our, our culture is like that. We yeah, we yeah. like tribes. Yeah. We will be tribal mm-hmm. when the 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 mass is enough. They will form the tribes mm-hmm. if there is. No leader among the tribes to say, oh, guys, you cannot do this. You need to talk to each other nicely. It will go into anarchy. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Uh, uh, that, while we were talking, I was just thinking about this. Like Twitter is still the place where people discuss things, right? That's where it started. Mm. Whereas Instagram is entertainment. So I'm wondering whether that still becomes the preeminent kind of way people use Instagram, right? As a form of, uh, sorry, threads, as a mm. form of entertainment first, information later. Whereas mm. Twitter was communication, engagement, yeah. discussion. Mm. Uh, but what, I'll tell you one thing that I don't like seeing on threads, and I hope people stop doing this. I'm not a tribe leader here, but I'm hoping to spread some influence. <laughs> stop stop posting reels and short videos on threads. It's a text-based app. Keep it text-based. Maybe share some memes, some images, some links, but it's not built for video. And by the way, I have Instagram for that. We all have reels if we wanted to watch video content. Well, let's come back to that, right? So do we actually need a Twitter killer in the first place? That's a very good point. Why is Zuckerberg doing this? From what I can see, what I'm reading is they have a very strong. These two people, Elon Musk and Zuckerberg, they have. A, keep going. Okay, keep they have a very strong um, um, friendship between the two. So what Zuckerberg is doing is like, okay, you know what? I can they, because Meta wanted to buy Twitter in the first place. Mm-hmm. They couldn't agree to a price, and then Elon Musk bought Twitter at an over expensive price. Mm-hmm. So uh, Zuckerberg is saying, look, I can do this better than you. 
the world doesn't need another Twitter, but I can do this better than you and I'm going to prove it. Because for Meta, it doesn't mean anything. If they don't make money on threads and if threads becomes a failure, it's okay. I have so many other things. But for Twitter, if Thread is able to overtake Twitter and actually kill Twitter, that's the end of Twitter. Yeah, and I really, really hope that doesn't happen. Um, as much as we are criticizing Twitter um, and we have issues with them, they need to stay alive. They need to provide competition in the social media space. And um, that's why we need uh, Snapchat to continue to be around. We need uh, TikTok to grow. Whatever criticisms we have about that, we need a, com- uh, a competitive element because Facebook cannot become the monopoly when it comes to social mm, media yeah. engagement mm, and entertainment. Yeah. It just cannot be the case. They, they're one of the... They have a... Mm, diminished record when it comes to protecting data. That's a very polite way of putting things. <laughs> yeah, no, immediately I'm thinking about Cambridge Analytica. Yeah, you know, of like course. We've forgotten yeah. about it, yeah. but this was a big deal. Yeah. Um, and I just looked at Facebook stock. It's now at $300, which was, I guess, is in line with the Nasdaq rally as well. All right. On that note, we, we do have to wrap up for today's show. I mean, thank you very much for joining us here. Thanks for having me. Oh, we'll, I be had having, fun. we'll be having you back. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, folks, of course, if you're only just uh, joining us or if you only just tuned in, we have been talking about uh, the idea of social media and it has it gone from <laughs> global gathering to a ghost town uh, is social media as we know it dying and where are we all going to go from here an existential question which we really haven't answered but of course but that, that's, the, that's that's the beauty of that's, all existential questions exactly, you exactly. never answer you, them you can't answer it of course it, we were joined by Amin Ashari the co-founder and CEO of Soya Chinchow don't go anywhere though because coming up after the one o'clock news is the breakfast grill replay Wasco formerly known as Wasion Corporation an integrated energy solutions company in the oil and gas industry uh, we have the CEO uh, Giancarlo Mac- Kango this morning, share with the uh, sharing with the Breakfast Group people uh, the company's strategy to strengthen their business while aiming to achieve net zero carbon emissions by 2026. That's all coming up after the one o'clock news. On behalf of myself and Roshan, this has been Enterprise Biz Bites here on BFM 89.9, the business station. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place here on BFM 89.9, the business station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.